Thank you for joining me for Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. All about excess. Mrs. K was a 26-year-old woman when I met her in my general clinic with complaints of headache. In particular, she was having a headache every morning, which required her to take ibuprofen, otherwise known as Motrin, every day as well. And she'd been doing this for almost six months. She'd go through bottles and bottles of the drug every month, and her primary care doctor had increased the dosage from one pill every six hours to three pills with the same frequency, which had apparently only made the matters worse. What's more, the patient noted that she only slept five or maybe six hours a night and had been that way, quote, for years, unquote. When I asked the patient what she'd done prior to the time she was taking Motrin, she was somewhat short with me, noting that, in fact, it wasn't as if she wanted to take the medication, but she had to do so. Still, trying to pursue this line of questioning, her husband interrupted. She smoked a lot of weed, he said emotionlessly, but we can't afford it anymore. Pills are cheaper. When I asked how much she smoked, the patient noted that it was about a joint or one cigarette's worth, or two, said the patient's husband, but it didn't always work. We started going down the character of the pain and other factors that we neurologists ask about when evaluating a patient with headaches. Her primary care doctor actually had obtained an MRI scan, which surprisingly was entirely normal. The headaches were certainly not reminiscent of migraine in that they were dull, in the forehead region on both sides, and the duration as noted would be unusual as well. Moreover, the daily occurrence without other symptoms such as light or sound sensitivity made this less than likely. And the lack of associated symptoms of hyperactivity or eye redness was less likely that this was one of those autonomic nervous system associated headaches. The patient did note there was a feeling almost like the flu with the headaches. Given all of this, the frequency of the headaches, the timing, location, and the history of malaise, I was a bit perplexed. However, the amount of ibuprofen the patient was taking made me highly suspicious of a medication overuse headache, but I was also concerned about the lack of sleep. Tell me about your sleep, I asked Mrs. K. It sucks, the patient noted flatly. I don't get enough. I can't fall asleep. I can't stay asleep. Has been this way for a long, long time. We started going down the pathway of sleep hygiene. Bedtime, time of rising, regular exercise earlier in the day, only sleeping in bed, not going to bed hungry, blue screens before going to bed, naps, etc., etc. Some way, somehow, in some minor way, the patient had pretty bad habits. But when I asked about caffeine and alcohol, the patient noted hesitantly, well, I drink a few Pepsis a day. Her husband piped up, tell the truth, what's a few? The patient glared at her husband and didn't say anything. Well, Mrs. K, do you drink more than one or two cans of Pepsi a day? I asked innocently. Yes, the patient noted with some level of finality. She drinks five to six a day, said the husband. Mrs. K, do you drink a six pack of Pepsi a day? I asked. No. Again, no further explanation.
Again, her husband responded for the patient. No, it's not the cans. It's the 16-ounce bottles we're talking about. That's how much she drinks. All was silent for a moment. Mrs. K, that's a huge amount of caffeine you're taking in. It's no wonder you can't sleep at night, I noted, trying to not sound either alarmist or judgmental. That's probably both aggravating your headaches and causing you not to be able to sleep, which is also worsening your headaches. You really do need to cut down. The patient glared at her husband, then said in a small voice, Okay, I'll cut down. We'll try to create a taper in both of the Pepsi and your use of ibuprofen, because I think that's worsening your headaches also. The patient frowned. You mean I have to do both? I think my headaches are going to get worse. Well, in the short run, perhaps. But we have to break this cycle, I noted, trying to appear sympathetic. Grudgingly, the patient agreed to the tapers. We scheduled the patient to see me again in a couple of months to see how she was doing. I had the worst headache of my life the week after we started that stupid taper, said the patient as I walked into the room at the return visit appointment. I was going to quit right then, but my husband, she looked over towards him, he told me that we had to go through it. I still crave the Pepsi, but I haven't had a drop in about a month. Pretty good, huh? I nodded my head and thanked the patient for having the willpower to go through the pain. And how are your headaches? I asked, with some level of trepidation. Only about once a week, and nowhere near as bad, said the patient. I think they're going away. I was very pleased to hear this, obviously, and then asked about the sleep. It's better, noted the patient. I sleep longer for sure, but I get sleepy during the day, even though I sleep more at night. Trying to think this through, the patient's husband actually gave me the answer. She snores like a freight train, he said, looking at his wife. That shouldn't really have surprised me, given that she'd been drinking sugar drinks for a long while and had a high body mass index to go along with it. More than likely, with all that caffeine on board, she could avoid excessive daytime sleepiness. And with limited sleep, she was probably not getting into enough slow-wave sleep to start to snore. Well, we'll evaluate this, probably with a sleep study. But with less Pepsi, I am hoping this will allow you to lose some weight. Yeah, said the patient, nodding her head vigorously. All this too much of this and too much of that has made my head hurt real bad. I'm starting to feel better. Some pounds off will help too. Yes, Mrs. K, I replied. Sometimes too much of too many good things can add up to a really bad thing. The patient for the first time actually smiled, first at me and then her husband. We all smiled after that. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.